This is the Bar Stewards' Enquiry. You shall talk an absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You, I'd see if you're a bacon montage. You are gone. You well. I couldn't save you. I just, but you said the right thing. But that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that what, what have you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. And a big welcome to the Bar Stewards Inquiry Grand National Preview Show. We have a action-packed show with plenty of tips and some strong tips as well. Uh, and a guest this evening is the Ginger Hitler as well. You'll meet the Ginger Hitler for the first time. Um, he's one of North East's uh, biggest bar stewards. And uh, he'll be here also giving his uh, terrible advice for racing tomorrow. Gentlemen, John Lane joins me also. John Joe's blog spot. Uh, John, how was your uh, punting uh, days at Aintree the last two days? How have they gone? It's been all right. The uh, the bets away from Aintree have probably kept things ticking along nicely, really. Um, and hopefully a bit more of the same tonight, I'm, I'm hoping. Well, yeah. Uh, my Frankel is John's tip that runs in the 740, I believe, uh, if you've listened to this show before then, which you probably won't, so it'd be no good to you, sir. And then no one's on. Let's <laughs> learn <laughs> So, so Ginge, how's your two days at Aintree been? Well, actually, I prefer the moniker, the Strawberry Blonde Rommel, if we could just go with that. <laughs> uh, so the Strawberry not Himmler, not nothing? Uh... No, no, he was a bit creepy, wasn't he? No, uh, uh, te- uh, absolutely terrible yesterday, Lee. I, I, I think I backed five horses and, and only one of them finished and that was last. So that's yeah. uh, a measure of it. Today, I started off okay, I backed the 12-1 to 1 shot. Had a couple of favourites uh, there as well, but... On the whole, no, but I think I broke even today. I mean, maybe, maybe like we're missing a trick here. Maybe we should just bet the Irish. Just uh, yet again, you know, the, the Irish just destroyed us at Cheltenham, and the magic carrots are back. Plenty of Irish winners. I mean, I mean, what are we doing? What what are we all doing? Irish Irish winners galore. We 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 saw what happened at Cheltenham. And we're doing nothing. We're letting them win at big prices, massive prices. It's, we're crazy people. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, this should be this should be the strategy for tomorrow, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it, should it not, John? Well, yeah, we're just letting it happen at the minute, aren't we? We're probably need to be more proactive and uh, get stuck into some big place areas out there with their eyes popping out their heads. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it just, I mean. It just seems that way that, that, that that's all that's all that's happening. The Irish just dominating, and they've barely had any runners this week compared to Cheltenham, yeah. and they're still racking up winners. Um, they sent the C team over, and they're still thrashing our A team, aren't they? That's what's happened. They are some great carrots. Some great carrots. <laughs> <laughs> right, we want to talk before we get into the uh, tips, gents. Tomorrow, I'd like to bring up two subjects over the last two days. Uh, the one for me is the ground. Um, I was quite shocked today as well to see like Francesca Camani and, and Luke Harvey and, and lots of other pundits and, and, and Twitter, Twitter arty pundits saying that the ground's like on the quick side. Well, not, not according to my eyes, it isn't. On, on data, the stick readings are 
saying that it is genuine good to soft slow ground. The Times are saying genuine good to soft slow ground. Um, there's nothing there to say that that ground is riding rattling quick, which, according to some pundits and some people on Twitter, you, you, you've got to have a quick ground ground horse. John, what, what, what are you saying? Well, I don't know why you were shocked that the likes of Francesca Camani and Locario were wider than Mark. Um, but the and the winners of from... you ridden, John. Nearly uh, as many as them, and he's had a license. <laughs> um, Francesca's rode a winner as well, I told you. I'm sure she has. Oh, I'm sure she's uh, pretty decent in the saddle. Um, and behind it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, the, the times don't bear out what they're saying. Uh, the big problem here is the fact that they're absolutely terrified of the horse welfare brigade. Yeah, and yeah. they do not know anything that they can do as a sop to them other than ploughing more and more water on courses. It's it's their only weapon because they're thick. And the problem with that is, well, for punters anyway, it's, <laughs> there's a very good chance it could get the favourite beat in the national. Yeah. And a knock-on effect, of course, then people can say, well, look at the gross profits tax deal. And then you can cast aspersions at the VHA for not checking this watering policy because yeah. it could be said it, it's altering results in favour of the books. You know, um, I mean, if it hadn't been overwatered today, would the likes of Brave Man's Game got beat by 66 to 1 pork? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But. Anybody can sling shit at the BHA now with impunity because they're in that rotten, rotten deal with the Bilkies and they just don't care about the reputation or the probity of the sport. Indeed. I mean, I, what I would say is that, like your first point, definitely on the, on the safety angle, they're absolutely petrified. They, they don't want you know any horses... Like swinging around live on ITV, you know, you know, when everyone from the animal rights, etc., are watching, and so I I applaud that in a way. But but the, the other the other side of the coin for me is that that you 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 you're messing around. You, you, and to me, for people in the sport, forget people outside of the sport that we're never going to please anyway. No, you you are you are changing the circumstances of owners, trainers. Some horses might really genuinely want nice, good spring ground. And I'm sorry, but the times aren't saying that. You know, no matter what people are saying on, on social media, the, the times are really slow. Not one horse today has gone under. Well, I think one's managed, the, the one, the top and winner, the one of Willie Mullins has managed to do just under 10 seconds slower than standard. And the rest of them are, are between 10 and 20 seconds slower than standard. So, there's, there's there's no evidence there to say that there's good ground. That's not that's not good ground. Good ground, you'd be sort of you know five, six, seven seconds slow, that kind of thing. I don't I don't see the good in that. So yeah, it's to me it's a problem from from people in racing and a punting perspective. So I have to go on data and not what people are saying uh, in the media. The second point I wanted to bring this week, John. You said you mentioned last week that Tiger Rule was. Ill, going to be ill-suited to entry and shouldn't be running in the in the bowl. Yeah. Um, it, it certainly got an interesting ride, did it not? 
Well, you could say it got a bubble wrap ride because there was no way anything was going to happen to the arse because it wasn't competitive at any stage and wasn't yeah. asked to be competitive at any stage. For me, the lad was lucky he didn't get 40 days. It's interesting because a couple of uh, professional puntar friends of, of mine also were straight on after the race saying it's the biggest non-trier they've seen at a at a festival meeting, <laughs> you know. I mean, and to be honest, having watched it back, I I, I was sort of flabbergasted. It, it was just purely there for a float up. And like you, like you said, uh, Jin, you said, you said to me before air, you said that you felt that that was sticking fingers up to the handicapper. Did you not? Yeah, I did. Maybe O'Leary had to listen to your podcast where John was was adamant the thing was going to die. But he decided to put it in bubble wrap after all. He could have just been that, couldn't it? You know, <laughs> thank John for it. Thank John. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'd say Erna could even be a be a bigger bastard than you. What do you think? There's a possibility. <laughs> what do you think, John? Well, I think there's Bastia, and then there's Uber Bastia, and like Ginger there, and then there's Michael yeah. O'Leary, who is um, probably King Bastia. I mean, I, I mean for, for our listeners that, that, that obviously don't, don't know uh, the strawberry, strawberry blonde Rommel, and um, it's a tongue twister, uh, I was introduced to him a few <laughs> years back, and I finally got to play golf with him, and... I don't think I've ever experienced anything like it. I mean, uh, th- this this man is, is is terrible. If you land in the bunker and you say, oh, my ball's plugged, you know, he'll walk past and say, good. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he, I, could hit a, I could hit a drive and it'd sort of be very right. It'd end up on other fairway. And he'd be chuntering right up to the hole saying that that's not proper golf. I don't deserve to be in this hole. I don't deserve to get half the hole. I don't deserve to win the hole. And he's been—he's the most. I can tell anyone now. If you ever play golf with him, it's, it's hilarious because he will—he he will have you. And whether you, whether you lose him, winning, he's—he's he, class. And that—that that, John, when when your phone goes off on tee, what's he like? When your phone goes off and he's about to tee off, what's he I'm, like? I'm, I'm just glad he doesn't bring a gun. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I, I, go on, go on. I'm just saying it's terrible etiquette to have your phone going in it while you're putting. Let's be honest. I don't have it going while I'm putting. Well, obviously not. No, you just get Jace folding you up, don't you? Every time somebody else takes a putt. Yeah, terrible, terrible. But, but it's terrible sport. I mean, I've, I've known it before when when I've like either uh, older. 15 foot putt or, or I've done this I've done that and Johnny's he's, he's chuntering on the way to the next <laughs> tee saying he didn't, he didn't deserve to lose that hole I was lucky you know mm-hmm. I, I could never do anything no matter what I did it, it'd, it'd be you know I, I, I was lucky I mean that's my favourite one when, when I hit one that far right it ends up on other fairway and right. and, he, and he's saying through gritted teeth and he sets off with, with, his, uh, with his trolley he, you know he sets his electric trolley off and and he's chuntering away, saying, "Well, I, I don't hit bad shots. I, I've just, I've just sneaked into, to, and I've got it rough, and 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 he's, he's hit terrible shots, and, and he's going away with it. <laughs> he's just absolute class, isn't it? It's best, it's best thing ever. <laughs> uh, but, 
I mean, I, mean, I, I, I love it. I love, I love, I love playing with. You. Do I owe you money? Do I owe you money anyway? Still. Yeah, you owe me about twenty quid, I think, from two years ago when you last played. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter, does well, it? No, you swivel for that, can't you? Really? <laughs> um... <laughs> Typical. <laughs> I am actually you found down in the last couple of years because I, I, I was really aggressive at golf for, for, for the first four or five years I played with John. But the last two or three years, I've calmed right down. So you're, you're seeing the best of me, really. Well, one, one of your other uh, golfing pals mentioned that there was a King Arthur moment once um, where <laughs> you, you, you slammed a putter into the, the soggy turf and, 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 and there were calls for King Arthur to get it out. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Any, anybody that could have pulled the putter out would have got a green jacket. <laughs> I, I don't know what sort of clubs you've got, but if I'm asking King Arthur to get it out, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Right. After that, we'll swiftly move on to. I'll, before I get to the bets tomorrow, I'd just like to tell you the upcoming uh, Bar Stewards schedule which is the Sunday sermon as normal on Sunday. Me and John will be back. Uh, this will be Chris's first and last appearance on the show. Um, and we'll be back also on Monday to do a Craven special. So it will be covering the Newmarket Craven meeting and uh, we'll be open to give you plenty of losers uh, for the next uh, two or three days after that of the Newmarket oh, Craven oh, meeting. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. Which, which is which is which is mine and John's one of mine and John's favourite weeks. For the calendar, you've got the Craven meeting, then you've got the uh, the Newbury meeting uh, following. It's just a great great part of the the flat schedule in the spring. Right, let's get on to the action because we know you want our tips. No, you don't really. Do. But anyway, we'll, we'll get on to the first race at Aintree tomorrow. It's it, it's the one forty five race. It's the three mile and half a furlong. EFT Systems Handicap Hurdle, a Grade 3 event, 22 runners. T Clipper has been backed into 13-2 to two favourite for Tom Lacey with an eye-catching booking of Rachel Blackmore. Chris, I'm coming to you now. What are you saying for the first entry? I've had a... Uh, I'm going to dutch a couple of Hendo's horses, uh, Janica and Champagne Platinum. They both ran really well at the festival, and Hendo's got a really good um, strike rate with... Um, Festival failures, basically. So horses that run at the festival, the run at uh, Aintree, and his, his strike rate's pretty good. So All right. I, I, I quite I quite like Janika as well. I, I've never backed Champagne Platinum before, but yeah. So that's that's my reasoning on it. That's my guess for the. Yeah, race. I think I think, uh, I think John liked Janika last time from memory. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've backed it in that um, skill with race at a big price. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it ran quite well, didn't it, from memory? Yeah, yeah. Got dipped out of on the post, didn't it, really? Yeah, was it, was it the race that the... Um, what, was it a race that the Irish won, by any chance? It would have been, because, yeah. it, because it was a race at Cheltenham. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so, so Yannicka and the other Anderson runner for you... Um, has he got, has he got, oh, platinum, yeah. That's the one that ran in the, uh, that ran all right in the Potemkin. Thames, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, for Stocker, the Ginger Hitler, with these two for the opener. So you know to press pink on Betfair on those two. <laughs> uh, John, 
your your uh, your thoughts? Well, I'll go double strength on the pink and champagne platinum because I'm chucking in with ginger. Um, I thought ran okay at the fairs, same mark here. At this race probably wouldn't be as good, uh, so I think it's a fairly obvious choice. He ought to be on the premises. Um, I'm not itching to back him, but I, I think he's a he's a reasonable shout. Yeah, uh, obviously being stopped all year uh, by by JP. Obviously to try and win attempts just wasn't quite uh, good enough, but comes there. Was beaten by Tom Georges in the attempts. Come on, Teddy. And I felt that he was more disadvantaged because he had to come from behind Champagne Platinum and still managed to do so. Looked in good fettle. Um, by fame and glory, should be all right on the on the. I keep I keep falling for this punditry saying that it's good ground. I know it's going to me head today. Well, anyway, it'd be fine. And I felt that he, he didn't offer much value. You know, it's sort of priced up as it is. So yeah. I'm not I, I'm not going to bother. But the, I thought, come on, Teddy was eye-catching but as we've seen today that the winner of the last race today that beat Brave Man's game uh, had the had a, a fairly easy lead mm-hmm. and 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 I just think they need to start going a proper face on these hurdle races because they're not they don't seem to be coming back so where are we getting the just packing the bus isn't it yeah so we and because it's so tight, so you, you get you get to them bends and then you know and they slow it down and stack them up. It's it it's kind of proving quite difficult to come from too far off at pace. So I'm a bit reluctant to tip anything that's miles behind. One other thing for you Irish fans in the race tomorrow: Whirling Dervish, uh, Ricky Doyle takes the ride. Ricky Doyle obviously recently won the uh, Irish Grand National on the 300 to one. Magic Carrots perk and um, Whirling Dervish is about 12 to 1. That's the Irish runner. If you, if you like your Irish horses, we'll, we'll go on the ground. It was a good flat horse in the 90s, you know. So that's it. Surely, won't it? What's that? That'll be too old if it was a good, if it was a good flat horse in the 90s. Christ, that makes it 30 odd year old. That's got no Jesus. chance, has it? John. <laughs> Send him home. Get in box. Get in the box after that. Tell him. Tell him. I'll get him Yeah, yeah. Get your coat. <laughs> unless, unless to end show later, you do a Peter Beardsley impression. That now, that's that's a must. You do a very good Peter Beardsley impression. Oh, thanks. Uh, right. Anyway, so, so we move on after that. After some terrible advice there to the two twenty five race. It's the. Uh, Two and a half miles Betway, Betway in Mersey Novices Hurdle. It's a grade one affair. Heavily backed is the Dan Skelton horse, My Drogo. Short as 13 to 8 in some places. Been sort of two to one, nine to four all week. I'll come to you, John, first this time. Your thoughts on this? Well, well Daniel Deal missed the Fez. <laughs> um, and this has been the fairy story all season. Uh, I, I would love to see him win this just to show what's possible when you cheat like buggery to get a mark 60 pounds below what you care for below. Yeah. Um, hopefully, this will take loads of trainers out to hoodwink the handicapper and leave punters <laughs> floundering and give the game another good kick in the nuts. But if you like your racing straight, cheer for my Drogo and the Skelly Wags. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I think you've summed it up quite well there. Uh, the real deal for me, you know, of course, it's had the medication. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's done very well. And, you know, it's gone through the grades and, and, you know, what, what else can you say about the horse, really? You know, it started off in the 45, 40, 45 on the flat, I think it was, or 50. And then over hurdles, it started off, you know, 40, 50 pounds lower. It's just, I mean, look. Johnny said was... himself in the Champions League. Well, he was sort of on Twitter and he, he was sort of insinuating he'd love like JP to buy this. Obviously, JP's not coming and bought it, but. Well, we don't know if he has or if he hadn't. He could still be in Ronan's. I don't know. But he, he kind of, I'm sure it was for sale. I'm sure he was offering JP and wanted, wanted JP to win a, a grade one with it. But anyway, it's. It, I agree with you, John. My Drogo was a real fast time at Kelso. Yeah. It's a very, very useful animal. Um, it's got, it's the right place in the market. I'm not saying it's much value. I'm, I'm not jumping in and saying, oh, let's pile into 1308. But I'm yeah, just I, I, because I don't want yeah. them knocks to win. Oh. Ginger, have you views on this? Yeah, my draw goes there an absolute certainty. I think it, I think it's the best um, the best um, hurdler in the in in the uh, UK. I love this. Come on, you think it's the best? What the, in the, in the, the UK? Best, the best knock the, best in the best UK. Novice. Yeah, right. yeah. I think I think wow. it's better than anything that Nichols has got. I think it's the best around. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, no, she, I, she I love, I love I'm going to say there's there's no there's no 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 Keith Starmer from you there, is there? You're straight no. in with that one. Straight in. See for our listeners, that's what you want in it. That's someone there that's saying have what you want on this. That's what we want. Uh, and to be honest, I, I can't really, I can't knock it. You know, it's, it's uber solid on the clock. It's uber solid as a horse. It, it, it does everything right. You know, what's not to like? It's it's um, it stuffed that thing that finished second in the Grey One today, didn't it? It stuffed into the ground, and that almost got to Belfast Banter in that Grade One today. So I mean, yeah, everything it's beating's winning, isn't it? So it's 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 um, it does the form solid. It's all stacking up. Mm. I don't think it beat. Don't, wrong, I don't I don't think it beat that um, Bob Ollinger, but it's the best we've got by by a long shot, I think. Yeah, fair shout. I'm not I'm not really. I don't know what you guys think. I'm not really a fan of Bally Adam. No. I'm, not, no, I'm no. not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not really taken by it. I'm not. I. I didn't like the effort at Cheltenham. I know it made a bad early mistake, but I thought it was really. It looked yeah. very ordinary. I. I don't know. It just. It just. I, I think John. John summed it up for me how I felt that he said it. It could be the Irish kitchen fitters medication, or it could be the very strong favourite and rightful favourite in my Drogo. So. We've sorted you there, and the, the ginge says that, that that will win. My Drogo, he's nailed yeah. his colours to the ass there. Right, we move on to the very uninteresting three o'clock, which is the uh, two-mile Doombar Maghull Novices Chase, a Grade One event. Uh, five go to first. Very disappointing field, which has left Shishkin the one to seven favourite. I thought you'd be having a seven hundred to win one, ginge. What do you think? I haven't got enough money. You, you've a... got plenty. You yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be having a bet in this race, to be honest. I couldn't even pick one to come second to it, but she's kid should win with its head in its chest, shouldn't it? It's, uh, yeah. it's hardly um, original. It's, 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 I mean, I, I wanted a real good field for this because, to be honest, I think 
what Shishkin's achieved over fences this season is very, very. I'm not saying. I'm not saying poor. I'm just saying it's a lot below the standard that the Racing Post have given it, the official rating they've given it. Now you look what it's beat this season. It's it's beat nothing because it, even when it when it won the Arkle, now look what happened. Rachel Black, Captain Guinness ran loose, took on all mankind. They set it up. They just it, all it did in, in the Arkle, even though it was impressive, was beat El Dorado Allen again, which it beat at Doncaster in a, in a procession. There's, there's been nothing to sort of, like, to, I don't know. It's just, it's the most sort of, like, you'd expect to be all over a horse that's won by 23 lengths but to Mick Pasta, but Mick Pasta weren't off at Kempton, completely not off. It then beat Tamarock do Mathan of Paul Nichols by 13 lengths. Now, that came out and won a grade to at Kempton, so that's probably the most solid piece of form that it's got. And then, because to me, the Arkle, it just fell apart. It just absolutely fell apart for it. But as I said, I'd just like something there to test it. And and, and then we can see the, the, the true measure of it, what it is over fences. Obviously, we know how good it was over hurdles. It beat the um, uh, Abracadabras, which obviously won the, uh, the, the, the entry hurdle earlier this week. So it's all there. The form's there. But I'd just like to see how good, good he is over fences. And I don't think we've seen it yet. John, do you agree? I agree entirely, and I don't think we're going to find out until the championship. No. You know, because it'll look and down next year. You know, a little noddle up before Christmas, and he might have a prep from January, early February, but that'll be it. I'm not, I'm not expecting to see a lot of this. No, we'll not dwell too long, because we can't really find bets in this, so there's not much really point talking about it much longer. Disappointing, Phil. 3.35 entry is the uh, three-mile Ryanair Stairs Hurdle. Very interesting race. Nine-to-four favourite, Time Hill. Uh, 15 go to post. Uh, John, your thoughts on this? I know you trace this. Um, I think the fact that Time Hill missed the Fez is probably a, a good thing for that horse. Um, I think the track suits. By Will Soot. Um It's quite a decent moving house. I think a, a flat level surface will uh, help the house. Paisley Park, I thought, had a, a hard race the last day. So I've been trying to overlook that one. Um, possibly Liz Nagar Oscar showed enough to suggest he's in this league as well. Maybe a bit of value against the front end of the market but I think overall I'd tend to be with Tam Hill Yes, kind of get where you're coming from, from the fresh angle, I mean like I said, Mr. The Festival, it might yeah. just have the edge on the likes of the other horses, yeah I, I, I get that mm-hmm. from my perspective I I felt at the prices if I'm, if I'm backing any of the the top three. I just felt that Roxana each way just might be okay. Yeah. Um, because I, I, do you remember we had the conversation at Cheltenham? You really liked for, for the mayor's race at Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, I said, all her improvement has come at three miles. In fact, she's a record at three miles is like exceptionally. She's really mm-hmm. progressing nicely. Her only defeat has come when she she was beaten by Paisley Park and Time Hill, but narrowly. 
and she gave them, you know, like a lot of track position as well. Well, you know. so so I just think each way Roxana maybe um, in that. Uh, and if someone wanted a big price, I was going to say something like if the cat fits, just just out of the box. Uh, if the cat fits, I mean, he's he 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 was sort of well beaten last time uh, in the in the stairs at Cheltenham, but. If you look, he was travelling quite well down there when everything was sort of going all right. And I don't think he was given a great ride by Jacob. He, he was kept wide all the way. He, he couldn't get any cover, couldn't get in. And I just think if you look at if the cat fits as form, his, his wins have come at Fosslass, Ascot, Aintree, Ascot, Kempton, you know, flat tracks, you know, yeah. like, you know, bowl type tracks. So mm. if you were going to get some kind of shock, I, I, w- yeah. I was going to put up if the cat fits as some kind of, you know, like miraculous yeah, return yeah. to form. Yeah, yeah. to a, a big odds. Stocker, what are you saying? I'm I'm going for a big price one as well. The um, Paul Webber's indie fatigable. Um, it was only oh. just behind Roxana in that mare's hurdle you were on about at Cheltenham, and he's he's about three times the price. Um, he's a spring horse. Um, well, she's a spring horse. Sorry, and. Uh, I quite, I quite like the way he battles on. He, he won at Cheltenham a couple of years ago. I don't know. I think it was a Martin Pipe or something like that. And it, he, de- he definitely runs better this time of year. And he, he ran a, he ran a decent race. Just got outspeeded against um, in that, that Roxana race when Black Tears beat the 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 flur- whatever it was of uh, Mullins's. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's one for me. But I have noticed that there's a, a big gamble going on. No Meads also that one of the only Irish horses in the race is is in from twelves, from twenty odds to one. In there, yeah, with the, yeah. yeah, that's getting lumped. The Irish angle, yeah, the Irish angle again. Yeah, we, remember, remember, folks, tomorrow you have to be aware of the Irish angle. You know, the old, the old the form. I, I, I did look at this and I looked at the form in Ireland. I, I just don't think it's, it's quite going to be at the. But then he did beat Monkfish uh, over hurdles. You know, so it yeah. yeah. yes. Back in uh, no, 2019, it beat Monkfish at Fairy House. And, you know, then they went over fences and it didn't quite work out. It was struggling to jump. They won a small race at Limerick under a, under a, an inexperienced rider. And then they finished second at Gowran and just got touched off last time um, in, a, in a decent race at Gowran. Below, that would be below this level. But you're thinking, I, I like your thinking. You know, like yeah, you know, like again, another another prize source that could sort of surprise, and especially with the form of the Irish. Um, so, so, you, but you, but you like indefatigable. Uh, indie, I do. You know, yeah, yeah. At, at twenty, at, uh, that's available at twenty eight thirty three to one. Is it? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, perfect sense. It's ran fourth in that mares. Like you say, I can't really, can't really knock your thinking on that. Uh, if it was me, I'd probably, I'd probably go with Roxana each way because I just, I just feel she's, she's that, she's brilliant at three miles, and I think she'll, she, she'll be okay tomorrow at that sort of price. But, but some good tips there. I like, I like our angles there for, for listeners, whatever they sort of prefer. You know, we've we picked out some, some bigger prices. We move on to the 4.15 at Tree. It's the uh, three-mile one film Betway Handicap Chase, a grade three event. A happy-go-lucky was uh, John's selection at Cheltenham, finished second 
to uh, the big price winner of Sue Smith's Vintage Clouds. That is leading the market at 100 to 30. John, thoughts? Once again, it should run an ace race. Um, I don't think it's gone up to the extent that you'd be rolling this out of a, a big run here. The only thing I would suggest is it, it did have a pretty hard race. It was front end all the way. Um, whenever he took a swat at it, he never missed it. <laughs> and uh, I think it, it's probably just maybe coming sound enough for it at the price. I wouldn't want to play at that price, considering that, what a hard race it had. Um, the one I, I did like here as a bit of value, I mean, get your lays in the short as well, folks, is Spirit of the Games. Um, yeah. Absolute travelly thing, which you need round here. Um, the surface won't be a problem, um, be it soft or good. Um, I just got the impression last time this horse is peaking at the right time for this. The yeah. yards in Fairnick, um, as I say, I definitely have a lane at about 1.6 for yeah. proper money if you're having a tidy bet. But I, I, I don't think this is, is worth a nice bet. I mean, you can take what you wanted out of it because I think it, it's got to trade considerably shorter than it is now in the race. Yeah. And, you know, when you jump ships, your decision sort of thing. Um, I, I would be probably looking to sit as tight as possible myself, but anybody could take two points out of this after half a lap. Yeah, yeah. this is. I, I mean, he, he's a very jaded horse. I mean, I mean, in a finish, but like you say, he's 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 well handicapped enough to to take you right into the depths of the race. Which by then, if you do play on Betfair and you've taken taken a price pre-play. You can you, you can certainly just sit back and enjoy the rest of the race with with a freebie or even even go full green. Like make make sure you you win. Yeah. You know if 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 Spirit of the Games you know does his usual and and tosses it off on the running. Um, yeah, I mean it's that kind of handicap really. I, I, it's very winnable. I mean Sam Brown for example, his third favourite in here. Yeah, and Sam Brown needs it very deep. He needs very, very deep ground to be at his absolute best. So I'm not really a fan of that. Um, you, well, you know, cloudy as well. That, that won't slop, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it'll run all right on this surface, but you won't say that in pro rate until it gets proper chest-deep slop. No. You've got Snow Leopardess that she, she, she really stays well, and I'm not sure entry... Is a track, you know, no. like, like, I mean, if you look at Snow Leopardess's sort of form and wins, uh, she mm-hmm. won at, at Haydock over the three mile one and a half in Bottomless, and um, she, she's won at Newbury, she's won at Doncaster, she's won at Gowran Park, she's won at uh, Doncaster twice actually, and I, mm-hmm. I, I just don't think Aintree is that kind of track for her, given how well she does stay. Mm-hmm. So again, that's another one I'd, I'd sort of put a line through. Yeah, um, I'm not going to pour a selection up in this because I, I think I think it's too it's it's too hard for me. You know, I, I'm in I, I'm in kindergarten with this one. I, I'm 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 no, I'm no good. 
Ginge, what are you what are you saying? Have you got have you got something? I've got one. This? I've got one that's a big price. Um, it's got previous former entry. It's won a bumper there. It's won a Grade One earlier. It was a, a good chaser, but it's a bit fragile, so he hasn't been the cost very very much. Um, Layla of, of Woolicotts, they've got Aidan Coleman booked up, which makes me think the, the, the fancy it a little bit. And it, it runs all right when it's fresh as well, um, and it likes this time of year. Um, so that's about 16 to 1, I think. That's my tip for the race. Has, has that horse got you on your knees? <laughs> it may have. I'd like it to know. It'll have to buy me a pizza first, though. I know that one. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's no, it's no, it's no, it's no, it's no, Kaylee Wallacher. I mean, yeah. she's the, uh, she could do with a winner, to be honest. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like, you, like, like you said, Stocks, I mean, she's, like the horse is capable, but would do you think it gets the trip? I'm not sure, to be honest. I'm, I'm a, I, I can see the, the doubts with it, but it, it, like, it, 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 won a, it won a hurdle of a two, two mile five, a grade one hurdle. I'm sure it did. Yeah, yeah, down there, straight in the pens. Yeah, it, it, when you yeah. look at it, I know it's finished fourth, third, third the last couple of times, but it hasn't been beaten far. It, it's only been beaten, you know, but about a length of, I think, both times it's ran. In the last couple, in the last year or so. Yeah. So, 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 Ginge, they're coming to the great selection with uh, Layla um, for Kaylee Wallacott. That's around the 14, 16 to one mark. If it stays, I can certainly see the reasoning. And good news for you, anyway, yeah, uh, Christopher. What's uh, that? Uh, Justin Rose has dropped three shots today. Really? Oh, that's cheered me right up. <laughs> Of course, John put up a cracking tip last week for Justin Rose to win win the Masters. He was 130s on Betfair, 80s each way, and uh, John was rather pleased with himself when Rose was four clear. And as I said, uh, I thought that would that would cheer you up that he's dropped he's dropped three shots today, as Justin. John, you're quiet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, I, I mean, I, he, it's funny when you were recording this because obviously this could be totally different by the time someone listens to it. But Mark Leishman is leading on five under at the moment. Leishman, the the, the Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Just, he's got the temperament. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's, he's had his bit. <laughs> he's had his day in the sun. <laughs> Thank God for that. I hope he didn't lay off. <laughs> nah, I didn't. Right. That's pleasing. So, so, so selections there, guys. John's going for Spirit of the Games, but he advises that you lay out late. And Ginger's saying Layla at around the 14, 16 to 1 mark. Makes a good case, really. If it stays, it could certainly uh, go very well. In a, in a very winnable race, because the favourite, let's be right, it had every chance last time. It is what it is for me on what it showed at Cheltenham. So I think it's beatable at 100 to 30. So, yeah, so good luck with what you decided. That I'm tipping nothing as usual. Right, we go on to the Grand National, the big one. And the latest betting that I can see, I'm trying to get it up on my uh, 
my computer as we speak. And we've got uh, Cloth Cap as market leader. That's around the four to one mark, which is a little bit short. And the second favourite is Any Second Now, uh, trained by uh, Ruby Walsh's father, Ted Walsh. Stocker, I'm coming to you first here. You, you can give me the 2021 Grand National winner. I know you can. Well, I know it's unoriginal. I've, I've, I've picked three out. I think Cloth Cap is very, very solid, very well handicapped. If if he stays and gets a good run round, it'll, it'll, it'll be very difficult to keep out the frame. I think he's probably a Gold Cup horse for next year. I think he's that good. I would be super impressive with him in, in its last two runs. Absolutely fantastic, anyway. But that's an original. Everybody's seen it. That's why it's four to one, five to one for the for the race. So I'll, I'll yeah. concentrate on my two um, bigger prices. First of all, Magic of Light was second to Tiger Roll a couple of years ago. Was it when it went Tiger Roll won its first one, and it gave it a hell of a race that day. I, I, and I think he made a mistake about two out, and he, it could have been very close between the two of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the trainer Jess Aaron. She doesn't send him over here for no reason. Must have it. Must have a big chance, but he's about twenty to one. And then my big outsider will be Chris's dream, which is about fifty to one of Henry de Bromed de Bromeds, and. Um, <laughs> Who can't do anything wrong at this moment in time? Um, back, bit of back class, Grade One winner as a chaser. Even this season, he's won a Grade One. Hates Cheltenham. He's never run a decent race at Cheltenham. And he, the, the, the only worry in my mind is that, well, the only the, the thing that that sort of puts me off it a little bit is the fact that they brought it back to try and run it in the Ryanair, and he was never going to win the Ryanair. Uh, he ended up getting pulled up. It'll, it'll go in the ground, all right. And it, obviously, the, 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 it's got a bit of class about it, but it, it's it's weighted so you know to it, it's weighted up to the hilt. But I, I do like yeah. it at fifty to one. It's it shouldn't be fifty to one if it, if it runs as well as it can. It should not be fifty to one. And do, there's, there's... do you know the ma- do you know the massive puzzle I have with De Bromed? Uh, and and this is this has gone on for I'd say last couple of years. Yeah. Is he just he just ferments his air, but he but he leaves his grey sideburn. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah, he's a bit like that guy <laughs> off the Sopranos, isn't he? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, that'd be my first. If I could interview him, that'd be my first question. I'd say, you know, when you just fermenting, don't you comb it into your sideburns, or you know, it's, uh, that's the bit I don't, I don't, I don't quite get. But he's actually only twenty six year old as well, you know. You know that? Well, I know, well, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, he he, he was greyer back in about two thousand and seven than he is now. But I mean, it's it's. Like I say, he's he's very very black at the moment, and but he's silver sideburns. I kind of quite like it, but anyway, that's 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 something that's always perplexed me. John, so Stocker has has, has given me his, his value picks. Though he, yeah. he knows that that cloth caps probably the one to be on. Um, what but no value? Now, do you want to back a winner or do you want value? You don't want to get value back in cloth cap, are you? What what's your thoughts? Well, you, you're not really. I mean, I've, I've got a couple of multiple bets going on cloth cap. Um, I, I don't feel inclined to take a massive bets, go about my current balance and lump onto it. Uh, I, yeah, I was casting around for a couple of nice prices. I thought um, Burbage Saint might have been the selection of the ground being proper, proper soft. 
uh, yeah. probably softish, but um, again, any second now, I think that could probably do with a drop now rain or wet. Um, well, well, they might get it with the water. They might, yes, they might, they might get that's it. the thing. And of course, we won't see a race over these fences to have any idea, you know. So I might even make sure that neither of those are a loser for me in the race, which yeah. you, you can do for washers at the prices. Um, because I'm not going to be having a lot on, uh, but there is two outsiders I, I, I feel like playing. Um, when OK Corral won at Donny in uh, January of last year, they had, they had the trainer in, and he explained to them that the horse benefited from a return to a flatter track and quicker ground, and yeah. then proceeded to run him on soft at Cheltenham. Um, so back on a flatter track and quicker ground, are you? With uh, the old conquering Derrico Connor up, I thought could go well at a price. Um, and the other one I liked was Talk It's Cheap, the former Whitbread winner. Um, yeah, I, King, Alan I, King Kong, yeah. Yeah, I get the feeling he's teed it up for this. Um, he's £10 higher than he was for his Whitbread, which if anybody remembers his whip bread, it's in black and white or sepia, I think it's that long ago. Um, it was value for more than £10 winning that. It absolutely ponced up. Um, and as I say, I think he's brought it back with this race in mind, even though he's not particularly keen on the race. And I can see that putting up a, a fairly monstrous effort. Um, and Another toe I'd just chuck in there, possibly fire class and discorama. I think they might be worth a side of a piece. I did look at discorama. Um, I th- yeah, I think the only thing that puts me off is the 146-day absence. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's had a, he's had a wind up. Um, like, yeah, I, I I do like the profile of this grammar, but I'd, I'd love to have seen it have a prep or something or some kind of even float up in a hurdle. Or I don't I don't get why they're just coming straight here, but I, that, you know that's that that for me. The, the, the one right, I've 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 got my next best for the weekend in the national, and I've moved I've moved camps from cloth cap mainly because of the price, and my next best really for the the entire weekend. Is any second now? This right. is reminis- This is remis- reminiscent of when he won with Papillon back in two thousand, where okay. he campaigned the horse. He was campaigning the horse for the race last year, and he, he did exactly the same thing. One yeah. over two miles uh, at Nace in a great in, in, in a Grade Three. He was re- he was that was the prep, and he did exactly the same. Won the two miles this year. What's he done? Two miles. Wins the Grade Two, beating a, a staunch two-miler in Castle Grace, Grace, mm. Grace Paddock. Very impressive. It was very, very impressive. Now, some will point to the ground, which I yeah. kind of concur with you. But for four miles, two furlongs, I'm thinking it won't be so bad if it's genuine, sort of good to soft. Because yeah. would it get four two? I mean, we know that it stays the Kim Muir Kim Muir trip because it's won the Kim Muir pissing up. Quickening up the running, going clear, and it would have probably gone on and won by further. And that, so 
We know it's one of Kim Muir. It's got the speed for two miles. So I like the versatility because in a national, don't forget, the first five or six fences in the national, they're going quick. And and you need that you need that natural speed to hold your position and not get an absolutely shit tip of a a, of a position going into beaches. So I'm thinking any second now it's got the same profile as Papillon for me. And 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 I, I just think this is an absolute tee up. And for me at the prices, rather than take the, the shorter price cloth cap, I'd much rather have a, a, a sizable each way bet any second now, uh, as many places as you can get, preferably about ten, whoever's whoever's daft enough to pay it. But uh, other thing of note, I wouldn't back Burroughs Saint because he started to hang for me right. uh, quite bad, quite badly. At Fairy House last time, he was beaten by a cappella bourgeois, yeah. and he hung badly right on the running. Anyone watch that race? Well, that's no good on the elbow, is it? I mean, let's say he's coming to the last, and you're thinking we've got a chance here, folks, and then he jumps the last, okay, but then starts to hang badly right. Well, that's no good when you're going left-handed on an elbow. So, yeah. again, for him running players, if Burroughs Saints there at the last, given his tendency to hang badly right under pressure, you don't want that on the on the Spanish archer. So, I would say Burroughs Saints. For in running players, especially, you know, yeah. just watch that if he's there turning in because he will he will hang right when when and and it's it's only uh, 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 Patrick Mullen, you know, that rode today that the road he rode the top and winner. But I, I like I say, he's he's not he's not a town end. He's not a you know that's the thing. This this will hang right. So Burroughs saying I'd be against for that reason because of the the elbow. Right, that's us for the national. So any second now for me. Uh, Christopher obviously like cloth cap, and there's currently some value selections. John Disco Rama mentioned, and I sort of like that as well because of the the wind up and the profile of it. But I didn't like the 146 day absence. But there's some good 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 value there against what's likely to be a well bet favourite in cloth cap. We move on to the final race of the day, which is the National Hunt Flat Race, the entry bumper. John, any any thoughts here? Um, I would personally be heading to the car park. <laughs> the pit. P- pit? Well, pit? yeah, if, if I wasn't at the races, I'd be uh, spreading a bit of pit on it and giving the dog a shout. <laughs> I, I'm trying to envisage that. Yeah, so what are you spreading paint on? <laughs> Try your own conclusions. <laughs> uh, Ginge, what are you thinking for the bumper? I didn't even look at it, Lee. I'm not really interested. No, um, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not really one. After the, it's just like after the Lord Mayor Show, after the National League, it's just a waste of time. That well, can, I, can, can I surprise you both then? I've got a nap here. Right. If you could surprise us properly and give us a winner, that'd be a, a, a new thing. <laughs> well, I hope to do so because this is obviously the way the Irish has gone this week, and particularly Emmett Mullins. Now, I'm I'm going to say something about Emmett Mullins. His strike rates over forty percent in 2021. Now that's just ludicrous. Now that's not possible, especially in standard races being contested. He hasn't got many horses. 
And the shunter the other day on Thursday must have hit 24 fences. And it was still odds on coming to the last and, you know, nearly won. Now, whatever whatever he's got in that feed, it's it's literally rocket fuel. And he runs a horse called the Gossiper. And this was very impressive at Wexford in its National Hunt Flat race on, on debut. Now, I watched both its points of points, and it basically travels very strongly, but it's jumping, it kind of lets it down. But it's got an apps, it's got gears. This has got gears. I mean, if you look at the breeding, John, it's by Dylan Thomas. Right. Uh, out of the King's Theatre Mare. It, 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 it'll, it'll, if it is, if the ground is good to soft, good or good as the pundits want to call it, that'd be no problem whatsoever. And the gossiper for me, I think he's a very, very strong bet in the uh, in in the bumper around the, the four to one mark. We so yeah, expect Dyna Farmer type fractions from this it's, thing, can't we? And of course, it's invaluable having a bet in last race when you, when we've all done our bollocks. Yeah, what's better than having a like a four to one perk to have a guy last and, and then get it all back? Gamble aware, be aware. You, you know, yeah, I'm putting the moniker on you like you do, but yeah, you know what it's like. But anyway, it, it, it's perfect for setup for me. I, I, I do like the horse. I, I'm, I'm very impressed with it in its points, apart from falling. And the, the, the Wexford run for me was was very impressive. And I'm all over the gossiper in the last entry. So we've covered it all off. Gentlemen, have we any business elsewhere? We have. Ooh, good, 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 good. John, fire away. Um, in the 140 at Dundalk. Yes. Um, I'm with Abstract, which will oh. be a massive improver for the trip. The visor's on, they've got a claimer on, and uh, the master of Roswell clearly means business. Well, he needs a better year than he did last year, I think. Well, if this wins, it will already be a better year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sam Ewing's an eye-catching booking taking the five off. Like you say, it's a sea of the stars out of a Galileo mare. And it's obviously been ran for a mark over a mile and seven furlongs. I did. I, I have watched it, so I, I totally agree with you. Um, are you thinking then a lot of improvement for the trip? Are you thinking this could be... what what? Can you put a mark on it? It's off seventy-two tomorrow. What what mark can I, you put on I'd, it? I'd, I'd say at some point this year it lit mid eighties. I, I don't think it's hundred off or anything like that, but I think it's gonna hit mid eighties at the trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, interesting. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, any other business elsewhere, John? Um, I I'd, I'd just point something out that uh, there's no major horse. Running at Wolves on uh, tomorrow night, eight fifteen, endlessly. Um, uh, a glaring example of trainers accepting the shape that jockeys come out with as absolute gospel. The <laughs> uh, moving it up half a mile because Spencer rode this like thick David ride. He didn't give him any instructions. Um, <laughs> dropped to a detached last early. No pace on such. I mean. If he'd sat Andy, he could have won the race. He, he, he's run on through horses, despite the fact that they were all quickening as well. Um, but you see, he's a top jockey, so it can't be his fault, can it? Um, it has to be the horse that wants further. And I'm hoping that this gets 
stuff tomorrow night and they have to go back scratching their heads to a mile and a half because then I intend stepping in and having a rate bet provided it runs at Donny or York or somewhere back in favouring if Spencer's back on it. Good stuff, John. Good stuff. I, I like it. Yeah, so a couple of things John's pointed out there. So abstracting the 140 at Dundalk, uh, and he's mentioned endlessly there, maybe not one for tomorrow, but certainly oh. one when dropping back in trip, John wants to strike. Ginge, anything from you elsewhere tomorrow? Did you, did you get a chance to look? No, I didn't. I didn't bother, mate. I stuck to entry. It's enough for me. Yeah, that's enough from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Right, uh, uh, John summed up the one forty. I did look at the one forty at Dunholk, and there's another horse in there uh, from Noel Mead of Luna pa- called Luna Power. That's had three starts. Also, Colin Keane booked pieces for the first time. I'm not sure about the trip for a mile and a half, but. I was I, I was very keen on no, on Jeff Kidder last year for, for Noel Mead. And you've seen what Jeff Kidder's done since Noel Mead got it off a of very low mark. So I thought Luna Power was worth just keeping an eye on. I'm not saying betting it. I'm not sure if I'll bet it myself. This is like this is like you, you can you imagine the scene from Snatch. You know, it's like the Irish gypsies are stood round and... You, 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 can, know, see and you can see it going bare knuckle if they can't start it out on the track. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're ready for this one. They're ready for a carve-up. They're ready. I mean, Joseph, Joseph O'Brien's horse in the race, a ward dancer, that's second favourite to yours, John, abstract. Yeah. And that's ridden by Huge Organ, uh, claiming the seven. Um, and he likes booking Huge when he wants to sort of land a punt and get a bit of weight off just to make sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking award dancer also. That's that's not been off. It's a warm race, but it's one to watch for the future. This is one for for you guys that you can watch this. Put it in your trackers. Put a horse that you thought wasn't off. Put it in your trackers. That's that kind of race. It's an Irish gypsy kind of race. Uh, that's the one for you at Dundalk. But but forget the national tomorrow. The real sport. The real sport happens in the 5.30 at Newcastle tomorrow. This is this is this is one for the for the absolute sport hurts purist. You've got the favourite here in Rook. This this race every year seems to attract gambles because it's Grand National Day and no one's bothered. Well the front two in the market at the moment aye 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 Corey Ives yeah so we've got we've got we've got two here that front the market. We've got Rukwa and McGarry. Both of these horses, I can guarantee you, whenever the money's down, they will win and they will win by half the track. So so that's that's the beauty of this race tomorrow. You'll have to just see what they're backing, what the state of play is. But Rukwa, Sam England trains that one, was blatantly not off at Weatherby. McGarry is owned by the Vac Pouchman. Trained by Philip, Philip Kirby. That's been stopped ridiculously. Down a 78, he's probably got 20 plus in hand. These two are just miles, miles, miles in front of this opposition. So, whatever they bet, will, I promise you, you could back, maybe you've backed both, maybe both are off, backed both. You can't, you can't lose. The, 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 the rest of them are absolute shit. So, it literally is down to Rukwa and McGarry 
in the 5.30 at Newcastle. I thought I'd point that out to you so you can take a price and leave very disappointed when they've got a second price in the morning. So I hope you've really enjoyed the show. You've met the ginger Hitler. He's, 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 he's cooked some good stuff, to be fair. I'm very impressed. And uh, John's cooked some good selections, including uh, his best choice at Dundalk in the 140, Dirty Dermot, with Abstract. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be back on Sunday for the Sunday Sermon, uh, round about Sunday evening, and we'll be, we'll be abusing people and, 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 and basically talking rubbish for 30 minutes. And then we've got the Craven Show on Monday night. So hope you've enjoyed it. Bye for now. <laughs>